Where are the elk sticks? <laughs> In there. It's too late. Welcome to Drunk Sports, I'm Matt Cherry. I'm Wes Strange. And uh, today we'll start off with the MLB All-Star Game. The most exciting thing in sports. Let's start off with the Home Run Derby, which I, I skipped. I don't think I've watched in the last four or five years. I still enjoy it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Supposedly last year Cespedes put on a huge show. Like yeah. He had like 20 in one round or whatever. Cespedes crushed again. and uh, Except he, he did not crush all the way through. He started started with a nice first round, then totally shit the bed. No, no, Cespedes had, he was good all the way throughout. Okay. He got hot in the semis, and he hit 10 home runs, I think, in like the semis. Oh, Stanton. And then uh, when he got done batting, the National League guy let him go first because he thought he might be tired. Mm-hmm. And so he just crushed all the way through the finals, and he hit another nine in like the final round was seven I know it's seven outs this year so it's pretty good he put on a good show and he was so, cranking him in the third deck so what was the change so the change is like so there's they kind of do this weird NL versus AL thing right so it was instead of everyone yeah, by themselves you have two teams two teams well there's two brackets there's one bracket for NL there's one bracket for AL so the AL does compete against each other mm-hmm. and actually so Batista he hit like nine or he hit ten in the first round, and he got a he got a bye to the third round. Cespedes was probably like number two for American League, maybe in the first round, mm-hmm. or maybe one of the weaker ones. Okay, he didn't heat up to the second round, but it was kind of interesting. I don't know. It took forever, dude. This new format because there were was it four rounds. I feel like they tweak it too much, just like the NBA dunk contest. Yeah, just have him dunk. I could have gone without this, yeah. Just have him hit home runs. I actually liked the dunk contest idea, but then they didn't have the team. I thought they were going to have the winning team battle against each other for a champion. Yeah, but didn't. But they just stopped it. Yeah, that sucked, that part. They yeah. would have had a single champion after that. But like, I'd be okay if the dunk contest was similar to this, kind of where you bracket up against your own conference. Yeah. And then the top two dunkers from each conference or whatever, technically. Dunk off against each other. That's fine, right? Yeah. Is that what they kind of used to do? Because it used to be one-on-one matchups, right? Or is it only the final? Like yeah, I, I don't think that was just the final. I watched all those Jordan dunk contests on the ESPN Classics, and like, I was like, <laughs> all right, so there's a different set of rules for this one. <laughs> it's changed like every year. He's in Chicago, so he's going to beat Neek, okay? <laughs> it is what it is, man. I don't, they're never going to be that popular, because especially for the dunk contest, it's a Saturday night. People are usually at the bars and they just catch it at the bar or something. Mm. No one, I don't know if I'd be tuning in. Honestly. We say that, but like, what percentage of their viewers are 16-year-olds in high school? Well, it's true. My dad, well, plus my dad, he'd probably rather just watch a movie. Same with the Home Runner. Like, if you like Home Runs, you're going to watch it. If you don't, you're not. It doesn't matter what format it's in. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch it or you're not. Now, the popular thing that people say, so the Home Run Derby is one thing or whatever. But they want to see people run the bases. Do you think would that be entertaining to watch? Like 
them have to run around the bases? Like, yeah, so you see Billy Hamilton running around the bases in time, and then, like, whoever's the fastest in the league. Oh, fuck that. I would never watch that. Uh, I would, I would, I would like to watch, um, base dealers trying to steal on a pitch out. So, like, they kind of just, like, whenever the guy starts his movement, he gets to run, and, like, the catcher gets it and tries to gun him out at second every time. Yeah. I guess catcher's. Yeah, it's like a catcher's arm thing versus, like, the other guy trying to steal on him. I'd much rather watch that than a dude run around for yeah. time. Because I think that'd be exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, the other thing is, I don't know, what other thing could it be? Like, I mean, I you hit a center fielder and you only have left and right field. If people aren't watching the Home Run Derby, are they going to watch this? That seems way less exciting than a Home Run Derby to me. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it. I'd probably watch that. I mean, people but... watch track, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just like Berman. Back, 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 back. You like Berman? Dude, he was made for the Derby. Like, you like Bark, bark. That's the only time I see him every year. The Derby. You, you know Sunday night, Sunday night football? Halftime when he does the fastest three minutes or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't see him very often. So, I don't, I don't mind Berman. I think he, I like his football highlights. He, he gets he gets too excited sometimes. I do not enjoy what? him in any form. What? What? I don't enjoy him in any form. I only heard like comments of like he was, <laughs> he was like making poking fun at sabermetrics or whatever during the der- derby like oh that would have been good sabermetrically but it's not a home run it's like what, what kind of stupid thing is that in what world are doubles not good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's burning I hate it he's old school man. and I think he's I I bet he's probably a douche. Seems like a nice guy. Like, I'd much rather have a beer with Scott Van Pelt, Stuart Scott, like, anybody besides Berman on ESPN I'd rather have a beer with. That's because they're fucking young. Berman's just kind of boring Scott Van Pelt's still like 45. It's not like he's a young guy. Berman's like 60, dude. That guy's old as fuck. He's been on ESPN for like 35 years. I'd rather have a beer with Mike Tirico. He's not a young spring chicken. I'm not saying I want to have a beer thing. Bob Lee. I'd rather drink with Bob Lee. I just don't mind. I don't have a hatred for Berman. Oh, well, I'm not saying I want to fucking hang out with this guy. Because I don't. But what if uh, he was calling your game trying to pick up women? I don't think I want to hang out with Stuart Scott either. He almost annoyed the shit out of me on the SBs. You didn't like his speech? He's no He's no. Uh, Jimmy Valvano? Jimmy V? It's hard, dude. I, this is the thing. I don't know. It's hard to judge how sincere the speeches are now. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I feel like everyone they feel like they need to like have a speech like Valvano. Like his was, or you could tell it was original from the heart. Right. I don't know if he even wrote his speech or like it was. I don't. Know. Who's too? He probably did. Probably did. But I think I'm sure I they. Know. I mean, all these guys write their own like stuff for this. Like for a sports center, when they do it, they write most of their own stuff. I feel like they're just competing to get their speech played the most the next twenty years now. And so of, cynical, Wes. This is how I feel. I don't well, know, like the part when he pulled his daughter up at the end. I thought it almost sounded fake to me. I was like, yeah, like I mean, it's like he forced it a little bit. It's probably just for himself. I was like, yeah, this is probably a good moment for my daughter. Like, I didn't like it. I was like, that's, that seemed a little forced right there. Stuart Scott's kind of old, right? He's like mid-50s now, something like that. 
He's probably his 50s. It's just black don't crack, so... Young 50s, maybe. He still looks like 90s Stu Scott. I do have respect for him for what he's been through, but... Mm. I still don't know about the speeches anymore. You mean it jugs football to the face? The what? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, um, he was trying to catch... He wanted to be a man at, like, I think it was Jets training camp or something. So he went to catch a football at the jugs machine. Went through his hands, hit him in the eye, and that's why he's got his, like, lazy eye. That's why it's fucked up? Yes. Really? <laughs> Jesus. I think that pigskin gave him cancer, too, but I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> also, I haven't had that story confirmed. I've only heard it, and I, it's too good of a story for me to research on the internet to see if it's true or not. You don't want to ruin it for yourself? Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, no, that's total bullshit. He had this terrible heroin disease. I just figured that was part of the cancer doing that to his eye. I don't know. I didn't do any research. No, because it's happened for a long time, like, even before he's died. Well, it seems like it's, he's had cancer for seven years. Has his eye been that way for longer than seven years? Wow. I guess I'm just used to it now. That's why he always had, like, the tinted glasses well no dude, i know it's been a while i just i don't know how long i know he's been through different stages of getting this eye fixed yeah it's actually pretty good now <laughs> they adjusted it so it's not all for a out. while it was it was way off <laughs> it was <laughs> hmm. yeah i'll go with that story it was good yeah so i don't want to ruin that for myself at all but the home run derby they really Stanton really fucked it up, man. It could have been an epic final because Cespedes was cranking them out. First round, Stanton, he hit one. It was two or three rows from leaving the stadium, and it wasn't like down the left field line. I mean, it almost left the stadium left center. He is a beast. He's he one of the rare 80, like, actual type guys and so, in the league. Like, I was like... Raw power. Who's the fucking guy's... I can't think of the guy's name. It's a rookie for Cincinnati who... He ended up making it. He hit one home run in the semifinals in Birmingham. Frazier? Frazier, yeah. And everyone's laughing. They're like, oh, he was going to need a lot more than that to make it to the finals. Fucking Stanton comes up, hits zero home runs. Fucking Frazier makes it to the finals. I feel like he's not a stamina guy. He No, he's not. And he hit like two home runs in the final. It was embarrassing. I mean, he is a huge behemoth guy, and he's one of those guys where, like, Coach Williams be like, I trade Castro, I trade Baez, and Bryant for Stanton. I was like, that's a lot. I mean, Stanton's really good. And they're like, he's a super-duper star. I was like, not really. <laughs> no, he's not Trout. He's really good. He, Dude, he's made for this. Well, he's not really. See, like, He I should think, be made for the run derby, but. I feel like if it was just one round. He might win. I don't think it was stamina. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. He just could not. He just couldn't connect on the ball. Like he wasn't like. He didn't get a good hit. He popped. Fat, fat part of the bat yeah, wasn't he mean. He popped the ball. up like seven in a row. It was like, what's going on here? And that was probably like he probably missed, but he's just so goddamn strong that they went far. But even like when he's on the sixth out, I was like, there's no way Frazier's getting through the finals, and he fucking popped one up again. Like no way. Yeah, Frazier. I think Stan will be back next year. He's a fucking beast. Yes, he is. He is awesome. He's awesome to watch. And he's just so big. Like, he's not like a fat guy or a wide guy or he's, super muscly guy. He's, what, 6'5"? 
They say 6'5", 245. And it's just like straight muscle. Like, Dude, he is... He looks like a young rock. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, like in wrestling. Jeez. Like, he's just like a tall... He's an athlete. athlete. <laughs> yes, dude, he is an athlete. He could play fucking football tomorrow. I, yeah, I feel like massive. like if he was a shooting, like he could be a shooting guard in the NBA. Ilya, he could do anything. Yeah, like is that is that what like Jordan looked like when he had a uniform on? Like he's pretty much the I would put him. He's like the LeBron James of but baseball. He's, he's thicker than Jordan, right? Oh, he's a lot thicker than Jordan. Yeah, he's thicker than LeBron. I don't stands thick, dude. He is thick, but like LeBron he's, is a big boy. LeBron's big too, but he could tell LeBron lo- he loses more weight from running up and down the court. LeBron would probably be that big if he played baseball. Yeah, but Stan, he's a big boy. LeBron's got a couple inches on him too. I think Stan's probably got an inch on his bicep more than what's LeBron's LeBron. listed weight? Two forty. Probably about the same. There's as no Stan, way. There's no way he. They say he's like two seventy five. Yeah, oh, it's probably listed as two fifty. Yeah. But yeah, they say he's like two seventy five. There's no way he's less than that. Yeah, but they don't have him listed at two seventy five. Well, they at least have Shaq listed at like two ninety five, and everyone knew he was like three forty. <laughs> he was two ninety five when he played for the Magic. Yeah, he's never changed it throughout his career. Yeah, he's like, nope, didn't go over three hundred, buddy. It's all good. Oh no, I'm not touching the scale. Just I'm seven three and I'm a fatty, but I'm not that three hundred. I'm good. Just use last year's weight. Nope. Just last year. He's like he's like at the DMV, like and you turn thirty, you're like, No, I'm still good. It's fine. Do they, yeah, they still have I'm still I'm still the same weight as I was when I was sixteen. It's fine. Still We're one one sixty. <laughs> wow, I haven't been that in a long time. Yeah. I wish we all could just do that. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Six foot one sixty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds right. Sounds perfect for me. <laughs> I watched a, a clip of I think it was game one in the ninety six conference finals where Rodman was guarding uh Shaq for a couple times. Oh yeah. He had thirteen and twenty one that game Rodman did. Okay. Wow. That's pretty good. That's well, because awesome. they swept the magic that year. Yeah. They beat him by like thirty points that first game. They just just done with but like they kept talking about like Magic had a short bench so I don't know if Magic had a bunch of injuries for something so it may have not totally been fair but yeah they didn't have the they didn't have a team that was going to compete with the Bulls yeah Penny, I, Penny Hardaway I wonder what have, what would have happened if the Bulls beat the Magic the year before when Jordan 95. came back was still kind of rust it was Brian Shaw or some. Doucher stole the ball from Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> some doucher. I want to rewatch that series. I feel like, I feel like that'd be a good one to watch. Just because I I don't remember it that well personally. To remember the only human season of Jordan when Jordan comes when back failed. from playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, what was it like? Everyone's like, he's got stronger legs now from playing baseball. I was like, what? I don't know what that means. How do you get strong legs from playing baseball? Because he was just an outfielder, right? It's not like he's yeah, in the crouch all the time. He's just kind of standing out there. Well, he did do a lot of he did a lot of batting practice. Mm-hmm. I said he'd, he'd get up at like five in the morning and do batting practice for like two hours before people showed up. Are there sports where that like doesn't he's a work? Fucking maniac. People wonder why he's so good because he's a fucking maniac. He's a sociopath. Yeah. He's like, nobody, I want to be good at this. Nobody gets up at 5 in the morning fucking 
crank out swings for two hours. Oh, then... you know what I saw? So apparently T-Mac was pitching for some minor yeah. league team. Yeah. And he retired and he he threw this pitch, which was like the fucking like worst ceremonial first pitch I've ever seen. And he struck the guy out. <laughs> I was like, who's this asshole? And the flight got him immediately. He threw it like... Boom! Uh, <laughs> He threw a 50 cent style like it hit the ground <laughs> outside. I was like, who's this guy? I wouldn't have not swung at it. I wouldn't have even seen it. I'd just been like, yeah, I don't know. That didn't look good. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. The, he pitched like, what do you, he went like two or three innings, two and a third or something. Not that game, though. Like, Oh, one of the games. He, I think I think he went like a, like an inning a game and like totally at like two and mm. two thirds inning or something like that. But he ended his career on a strikeout, so it's better than a lot of people can say. Boom. That's, I'm sure that's better than Young Young Kim could say. I'm going to hang it up, boys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure that'd be intimidating. What is he? He's like 6'7", six, 6'6". Six, six? Yeah, he's 6'8", I think. 6'8", T-Mac? A guy throwing, releasing the ball like Randy Johnson style? Right on you. Unfortunately, he probably only throws like 72 so it's a Wakefield fastball coming there, but it's got a lot of movement. It's it's, it's faster than a normal seventy-two mile an hour fastball. It's got a lot of movement on it. To be fair, I think that was a breaking ball I saw him throw. So it's possible he throws faster. I don't know, dude. It's just a wicked slider you saw. <laughs> I usually see movement. That one was just kind of. <laughs> Pretty sure Tim. I don't know if it was much as curve or just a loss of velocity that couldn't make it anymore, so gravity started taking its way. Oh, God. I'm surprised more people don't do that, though, because I feel like any minor league team would take you on and be like, sure, you want to bench? Whatever. Put people in the seats. Like, LeBron? Oh, you want to come like do training camp with the Browns after your career's over? Yeah, whatever. Fuck yeah, dude. They just, what the hell is this? Look at this. We're watching the Open right now. Wow. If you fucking hold that, that would be epic. Oh, oh, got close. I don't know how any like I fucking suck at golf. Let's start there. I did too. I never would get out of there. Yeah, and these bunkers that are like straight up, like just cliffs. I don't understand how anyone can. He was straddling the bunker with one leg kneeling, kneeling down, down. one straight. Ricky Fowler, former BMXer, just about hold it. He couldn't see it, though, because he blinded himself with all that sand. What a shot. I don't like his hats. Like, I like the rest of his outfits, usually. This Ricky Fowler Puma he stuff. He looks like he's trying to be Mike Miller on the golf course or something. Except with a dirtier like stash like a, right there. A little, he's the white trash player in the in golf now. Did you hear Mike Miller admitted that uh, he put that LeBron James jersey on there on purpose? Oh, of course he did. Everyone knew that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, totally. You can totally tell he took it off of his trophy room, like in his house. He's like, oh. and took it down to the court. <laughs> Boom! Why else would he be sitting on the court? Because <laughs> he just got it and he hadn't hugged <laughs> up yet. <laughs> it's probably like he above his, his people. It's above his bed. It probably makes his. Fucking relationship with his wife awkward because he's got this fucking Jordan jersey above his bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, how much money would you have to make for you to put a basketball court in your house? Fuck, not very much. I'd put one in now if I could afford it. Well, you can't afford it, so I like. 
I don't know. I depend on do it. So like if you had five straight years where you made a million dollars. One year a million dollars. Figure it out. Get in the court. <laughs> well, I feel like just getting a house, that's you know. I would not, do a you'd doc, get a nice house, it'd be like three fifty. I would do what Doc Rivers did, because he had a court in his house that I saw when I was when I heard Austin was going to Duke, I started like looking it up. And he's got like it's pretty small. It's only like I don't know. It's not even like a full width of like a basketball court. Mm, so you can't. But it is a full length, like of. A, How are you gonna have your niece practice corner trays if it's not a full? Yeah, length? so you couldn't practice corner <laughs> trays, but you could practice from the top of the key, though. Yeah. So I would do that. It's small. I wouldn't put a full court in. No. Unless I was like an NBA player, but I'd put one in where I could just go and shoot around, kind of like a backyard court, just inside. Kind of fun. Yeah. So so you do like a. See, the issue with all courts seems like your own home courts. Just trying to make sure the ceiling's tall enough. Yeah, you'd have to have a fucking high ceiling. Like 20 feet? Yeah. Maybe more? No. 20, just because for you'd shooting, you get away five. with like 50. Yeah, it'd be somewhere between... Eight, right? These somewhere between... Ceilings we got right now, 8 feet probably? It has to be between 18 to 20, yeah. Like it, So basically you have two floors and then you just cut it off and then use both floors right, yep. for the court. You can't have rafters down, though. Then you're hitting that shit. That's right. Don't want kids getting those line drive shots, Derek Rose style. But, dude, you could have, like, if you have a boy who's fucking big into basketball, you, they could just have their own three-on-three tournament at a sleepover and just get him out of the fucking way. Go wear yourselves <laughs> out, kids. Go play some three-on-three. We got a half court, three-on-three. We got some sleeping bags and some air mattresses. Blow that shit up when you're done. I'm going to get fucking hammered and I'm going to ref this shit. Oh, that's a treble. Double treble. Brian, you're fucking worthless. Don't tell your mom. Hey, do you know how to run the roll part of the pick and roll? Because right now you're just setting up picks and standing there. You're not ha- no movement. Where's the ball movement? Boys, this game has been and always will be about buckets. Buckets. Getting buckets. I feel like if uh, you ever, ever had a kid, you're just going to have them shoot like a thousand shots a day. You're no. Like, Larry Bird drills. Larry Bird drills. When you wake up. I don't want my kid shooting until he's in junior high. Why? Because he's going to fuck up his own Because job. kids love shooting. They'll do it on their own. They need to learn how to dribble the ball. They need to learn how to rebound, play bat, play defense. Mm. My niece, that's all my niece wants to do. I want to shoot. Of course you do. <laughs> Fucking dribble the ball. Let's see you dribble the ball. <laughs> you know how you get an open shot? You dribble. Once she can learn how to dribble the ball without looking at it, fine, go shoot 100 jump shots. When do you have to get that done? I don't know. Like, When do you have to be able to do that? Like, Probably fifth grade? Yeah, my niece is going to fifth, and I think right now she's... Well, I'm talking about m- boys. She's going to start making moves right now. What about boys, though? Like, boys have to do it by third grade, something like that? Dribble without looking at it? Oh, well, you you want them to, yeah. But I, I don't think... Dude, it's harder than... Like, it takes a couple of years. Well, I mean, to be to a good, good player. Like, good to be a good player. To be a good player, you want your kid to be good going in... I think junior high is where you want them to be actually be good. Mm-hmm. Elementary, all those years leading up, those are all about building the fundamentals for your kid. Yeah, but there's no jump where, like, all of a sudden, like... Oh, they practice all day after fifth grade, and now they're good. Like it always seems to be, athletes are slowly going to be the best anyway. It is. 
It's the hook, man. Some yeah. kids get hooked right away, like I was on Jordan, and you couldn't get a basketball out of my hand. Some kids, if you can't put, dude, if a kid's not hooked on basketball or a certain sport, then they're not, you're not going to see any major improvements out of them because they're That's not so going to put the work in. Yeah. Just depends. I think, hopefully, my kid loves basketball. Michael Jeffrey Strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be Michael LeBron Strange? It's going to be, one of them's going to be Michael Jeffrey, and then one's going to be Trey. Trey. So, so I feel like if you go like Michael James. No, fuck that. I like Michael Jeffrey. I love that name. Michael Jeffrey? Yeah. Do you got, if LeBron you, won't play. If you marry a girl with a with a J last name, we kind of almost think about taking that because then Michael Jeffrey, whatever their no, J name. No, maybe I'll go Trey James. There you go. You know Stevens' uh, minister was Michael Jordan for his wedding. Oh, like like the, the guy's guy name named was Jordan. Michael, <laughs> no, this guy's name was Michael Jordan. Okay. Yeah. All right. And with all, all that baseball talk, <laughs> we're going to take a break. Welcome back to Drunk Sports. I'm Matt Sherry. This is Wes Strange. Introduce ourselves because I'm sure you all went away on that radio dial that is a podcast. <laughs> Forget what you're listening to. Um, so I've been watching a lot of Summer League because it's quite enjoyable to me. Uh, Doug McDermott has looked a lot better than he than I thought he was. Um, like one game he scored like 31 on 14 shots and like 28 on 13 shots. He did not have a good last game, even though he probably had his best highlight of of uh, of the summer league, where he had blocked the same guy twice, then tipped, then another guy got got it from the second block, missed it, and he tipped the rebound to his own guy. Everyone ran down, and he, it was a trailer, and hit a three right. Oh, there you go, rewarding. So that's good to see, but um, not expecting that in a real NBA. But it it does prove better because a He's stepping out two or three steps behind the three-point line before he shoots, which is pretty sexy to see anyone doing that. Well, that'll help space the floor a little bit. He's a good player, man. Yep. And uh, all these teams are putting two or three guys, like, running at him, coming off picks and stuff like that. So they're really concerned with him. So I'm excited to see what happens when they teams can't do that, when, they're gonna... when Derek Rose is involved on the pick and roll on the other side and he can come up on a... On an up curl. Yeah, he's going to have to learn how to get off the three-point line because they're obviously going to chase him off of there in, in the big show. He's been doing pretty good, though, putting the ball on the on the floor. But with D, and, uh, D. Rose on there, he's going to get some open looks. Yes, absolutely. So, like um, I said, like I, I imagine a lot of pick-and-rolls on, on, the, on the far side and Doug McDermott curling up on a pick to the top of the key. And he's shown to be a good passer and a smart passer coming out. And so I could easily see Joe Joe and Derek on one side pick and roll and then passing it up to McDermott who get who guys rush on and he makes a nice pass to Taj for like a lay in or something or Gasol or whoever. Bulls gonna be tough. Powell, That'll be fun to see. Powell's a good passer. 
lot we'll of see, passing on that team. Now. We'll see. We'll see how how close to the Spurs they can get because I think that's what kind of they're trying to do. Where they're trying to get a lot of ball movement in, have a power forward who can pass the ball, and they have a power forward and a center who can pass the ball. I don't know. I don't want to go that far. In no, no, no. they're not going to be Spurs. that good. I want to see how close can they get to the Spurs. They have. They have. I think they have a more enigmatic playmaker in Derrick Rose than the Spurs have. Even though Tony Park's good about getting into the middle, mm. he's not as explosive. He's not as explosive, but right. he does get into the middle a lot. Yes, he does. There's not, no argument. Not There's explosively, no argument. just no. somehow he gets in there. No, he he understands the game where he just takes a couple of picks and moves in. And he's got the lunging like layup shit that he does where it looks mm-hmm. like he gets hammered from behind. He is so annoying. Spoken like a true LeBron fan who decides <laughs> LeBron can't crush. <laughs> dude, that, that dude, where he pushes, he pushes off and dives on all his layups. It's so annoying. It looks like he gets hammered on every layup. And what does Dwayne Wade do? <laughs> he doesn't do much of anything. <laughs> so getting those checks. <laughs> That's what he does. Oh yeah, so we can move on to the free agency. Oh, also, I like. Uh, Cam Bearstow, their second round pick, has looked like a legitimate rotation big man, even though he's not going to rotate for the Bulls. And yeah. No. He can rebound and throw his body around. So that's good. But, uh, so free agency, let's first talk about the Heat, the Heatles. So they got Luol Dang. Yep. The greatest signing that the Miami Heat have ever made. According to Pat Riley. According to Pat Riley. <laughs> Two-year signing. <laughs> so, I want to give Riley some credit, and we're just going to assume he considers LeBron and Bosch a trade. Right? Because it's, it's technically a sign-and-trade. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're both signing. Bosch and Wade yeah. were both... Or Bosch and LeBron were both sign-and-trade. Right. And you don't count re-signing your own guys, even though, like, Wade opted out and they signed him. So... They re-signed Mario Chalmers as well. They re-signed Wade for way too much money. So it's Chalmers, Wade, Dang, McBob, and Bosch. That's a pretty good team. This is this is a decent team, but why not just go into rebuilding mode for a couple of years? Because this is not a team that can compete for a championship the next four or five no, years. No, I totally agree. This is a team that's... This is like in the is zone this, you don't really want to be in. Is this Pat, five or six this, seed? No, I think... I think they well, can, this year maybe they four. Be three or four. East is going to get better and push them down. Maybe yeah. three or four. Just because I don't know what to expect from the Pacers this year. Well, they got Bosch for five years, okay? Yes. They got Wade the rest of his career, which is probably five years. Mm-hmm. It's only two years on this contract, but right. you know he's signing another yeah. one. So you get those two guys for five years... They're going to start falling down the ladder. They're going to be at four this year, the next year five, the next year six, seven. Riley's just going to end up walking away from this mess and be like, I just fucked up this team. So is this Riley doing a a smart man's but still emotional version of what Dan Gilbert did for the Cavaliers? It's a very emotional move. And saying... You know what? Fuck you, LeBron. We're still going to be competitive. We're going to go for the title. We're going to win one before you win one. 
It's and look at all these moves, emotional. We made. these moves like right are, these moves don't make sense he's being as bad as Dan Gilbert was this is this is Pat Riley learning to use Times Roman on his on his letter instead of Comic Sans this was sir, that signing of Bosch for 118 million or 19 whatever it was mm-hmm. that is outrageous <laughs> he was a max contract when he wasn't signing for the max on his own team like if he went to the Rockets for 88 million yeah that's a good max contract for him. Yes. $119 million, Bad so max contract. Not so good. That's a, that's a bad contract. I think he will come closer to fulfilling his value. Than Wade. Than, and then Dwayne Wade will fulfill his value. He's only got two years, so they're expecting more money to be in the cap in two years when he re-signs again. Yeah, when, when NBA can re... NBA supposedly... The thing everyone's saying is the NBA expects to get a boatload of money Big in their TV, new TV deal, yeah, the TV deal, which is supposedly supposed to include international TV rights and streaming rights, like for internationally, mm-hmm. and just these crazy big, huge dollars for everywhere across the globe that's going to move. Because the cap is technically just a percentage of what the league makes. That's correct, right? I have no idea. So. So basically, what it is, the players get basically a blank percentage. percent yeah. of the league revenue, and so the TV deal is one of the main things behind it. But it also takes into account all the individual teams what they make. So that's why the the team. So the NBA says this is what all the teams make and sends it to the union. So they say this is what it makes. But that's why the last lockout the. The players' union was like, "No, these things are all worked up accounting." Which, if you know enough accounting, like it's kind of it's like any statistic, you can kind of just warp it to make it kind of what you want to yeah, see. Yeah. Anyone who's worked with the budget is like, "Can we just push this into this other budget?" <laughs> <laughs> so ours looks like it's in the green, and this looks like it's not. Ours is in the black, and theirs is in the red. So, anyway, so I think as long as Riley's smart with his next signing of Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Then maybe he can uh, pull a team together. Will he be around? Probably not. I imagine he walks away from this. He wanted to retire anyway, probably. He said he was going to ride out LeBron. He fucked himself. He said he was going to ride out LeBron James and then retire. It's emotional. But then he went all crazy and said, you don't walk away from something when you run into adversity or something, whatever, that big press conference. So he, he fucked up big, right? So he fucked up himself because now he can't walk away because he just lost LeBron, so he can't walk out the door. And So he's going to have to tough it out for a couple of years, but he's going to retire. Yeah, so like, I only saw one tweet slash report where it was like, LeBron was really offended by what Pat Riley said in that press conference. He should, he's way out of line. Yeah, like, which is surprising to me, like, I feel like Riley would talk to LeBron enough to know his character. Because to me, like, right away, it'd just, it'd just be like, I would say, you know what? We weren't good enough this year with our whole roster. We needed to work our roster in a better way so everyone on our team can contribute. And we're not resting on few, fewer guys and a short bench to work. And, and just say, like, Shane Battier, we love Shane Battier. He 
He he tried to work it as hard as he could. It didn't work out this year. He'll tell you the same thing, and I'm sure Shane Battier would. Well, the problem is they had three max guys on contract. One of them played like a max player. The other two weren't playing like max players. No. That's Riley's signing when he brought them all together. It's his fault. He structured the contracts, and he basically made it so he couldn't pull in. If they weren't producing like a three three-player show, then they can't compete. And LeBron's the only one that showed up for the finals. It's pretty... Obviously, LeBron was going to walk away if he couldn't get talk Dwayne Wade into cutting his deal in half and talking Bosch into cutting his in half. Does this all change if Mike Miller was not amnestied for whatever fucking reason they decide to amnesty? It was the dumbest thing they've ever done was do that. Save Mickey Harrison a little money on the tax bill? That, that was stupid. You took your best NBA Finals player, other than LeBron James, the last two years, and just shipped him out. <laughs> okay. Obviously, LeBron needs guys that can space the floor. He's the best spacer. So, who was the other the other MVC candidates left on the team? They could have were UD, right? Joel Anthony was the obvious candidate. They never played him, but they decided to keep him around. So it was and UD Miller. Miller. Haslam was still, or was he on a new contract now, so he couldn't be amnestied? Uh, no, he wasn't. No, because he just uh, he opted out of his contract. I don't think it was new. Well, like it had to be the the LeBron year was the last. They weren't year. going to amnesty Haslam because they like Haslam almost as much as Wade in Miami, so they right. wouldn't amnesty him. But they amnestied the wrong. They should have amnestied Anthony if they wanted to save a couple bucks. But he didn't make as much money as Miller, right? He didn't would, make as much. Would they get off the apron? Like that's probably the three and a half million. I think Anthony made like two million. Mm-hmm. But whatever, don't screw up your whole team. Trade, trade some other guys. Trade Mario Chalmers. You get rid of guys who aren't producing. Miller was still producing mm-hmm. when he wasn't injured. He was always around when the playoffs came around, which Wade does not. Mm-hmm. There's there's a form I've been on since high school and I it was it's an NFL draft form which I none of the people that talked to like that we all joined kind of around the same time go to the football forums at all we all just go to off topic and it's like NBA and like all the other sports but like the Miami Heat fans like oh everyone forgets Wade had a good year last year I was like yeah but he played fifty games. Yeah, he didn't play back-to-backs. He didn't play back-to-backs. He missed, what, the last, like, 12 of the last 15 games just to basically rest up? Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to be efficient when you're never playing a back-to-back or a back-to-back-to-back. Mm-hmm. You know, in any of those situations, you're always fresh. Right. Of course you're going to have a good season. It's like when they have veterans in the in baseball and they're like, you know, it's a day game after a night game, so we're just going to rest him. And he looked, I'll give him this much, he looked good against the Pacers, but there was clearly something wrong in the Spurs series. He was as absent as you'll ever find for a Dwayne Wade. But he looked good in the Pacers series until they like put Paul George on him, and then he Paul George well, yeah, he couldn't do totally anything. shut yeah. him down. Yeah. And it's like, oh, sorry. And George will do that to most players that are old and can't move. Right. But, like, if you're a max player, you need to do something. So, Skip Bayless said this was the best thing that could ever happen to Wayne Wade is for LeBron to leave. 
I, I think this is he should be fired for saying this stupid shit. Now <laughs> no, he, he should be getting a raise because he's point. making you talk. Are you kidding me? If if they end up as the sixth seed somehow, and they have to go up against the Pacers, or even the fourth, or so let's say they're the five seed, and the Pacers slip to the four seed, mm-hmm. and he gets Paul George for a full series. They're not making it out of the series, no, because Dwayne Wade's not scoring a point. I I would say I. This is not I don't good love the him. Pacers, but I would say probably Pacers in five, just because the matchups. Yeah, not good. it's not good. Dwayne Wade, the focal point, because they still have the same issues. Down. I don't still don't believe. Although Mick Roberts is probably the second best big man they've had, right? Besides Bosch. Besides Bosch, yeah, I agree with that. So maybe they can rebound a little bit better, but I still bet David West would bully the shit out of Mick Roberts. They still can't score. They just lost all their scores to the Cavs. They took away James Jones. Which James Jones, he's <laughs> all right, he's a good shooter. Can we, can we back up? They lost all their good, like, and we all know you're talking about LeBron. They lost all their good scores to Cleveland. James Jones was your first. <laughs> well, well, LeBron was obvious. And I'm, I'm going to throw Miller in there because he should have been a Heat player last year. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to throw, I think, uh, I think Allen's going to come back for one last season. Yeah. Just to see how this Cleveland thing I think goes. it's just that minute. I think he's waiting for Love to get traded. And he be like, okay, now it's good. I'm not coming to play with Wiggins, but we'll we'll get into that in a second. But anyway, so the 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 Heat, I think they had the wrong strategy. They tried to be an elite defensive team, but their offense struggled for a big portion of their four years. Mm-hmm. But they were so good on defense. The Cavs, dude, do they have the talent and, to open up the offense? They get love. They just need to open up the offense, run the floor. Don't worry as much about defense and just try to fucking outscore teams, man. And I think that's the big issue with Wade actually deteriorating. It's not his offense; is that he wasn't making those freak defensive plays that he used to. Yeah, make. he wouldn't. He wouldn't hit all the passing lanes, stealing like, everything. The Spurs wouldn't have had their way offensively if Wade could make plays on defense. Yeah, like he he's used to be able fucking to. shooting every gap. Yeah, he mm. used to be incredible, but he used to come come down and like block big men going up like. Uh, the backboard. He's not going to make that play again in his life. No, the Heat are... He'll make one. He'll make, like, the Jordan, like, block the, bo- the ball against the backboard play. Like, he'll do one of those. Like, just like a vintage one-off. One he'll get some guy like Patty Mills good yeah. in, like, a game. Just embarrassing. But, yeah, it's not going to be the regular. No. They're going to be bad. Well, they're not going to be bad. They're going to be stuck in that middle of the East for the rest of their his career, which you don't want to be at. Because you can't rebuild, you can't go anywhere in the playoffs. So you you keep saying Pacers three. So you still believe in the Pacers? They barely had offense before, and now they lost one of their main ball handlers. Well, I, that's I I moved them down to the four. They're at the the eight. four four five four still open. I think the Wizards are going to be battling with the Pacers for four. Do you like Paul Pierce? That's something I didn't write down. Do you like Paul Pierce to the Wiz? No, I don't think it's good. He doesn't seem to fit with the rest. I like to I like to reason more than Pierce, just because he's younger. Well, and he could defend. Yeah, Pierce can't. Dude, he'll have his moments, but they they went down since the postseason. Right, like I think they kind of did one of those things where it's like, you know, we have a young team, we need to learn how to win. Let's bring a proven winner on the team. That type of stupid bullshit. I don't. It's not gonna work. Cause it's not gonna work. I mean, what they signed him to a couple of years. 
I think just, it's going to be a couple of years. I think it's one year and then like option. Okay, well that's fine. They're not ready to compete for a title anyway. So, but like, I don't understand if he can if he can whip those who's, boys. Into who's shape. gonna guard LeBron on that team? You gonna have Pierce guard LeBron? He can't do that anymore. He could do it like three years ago when he was on the Celtics. They're in kind of a tough spot though. I don't think they thought they were gonna lose a reason, or there wasn't a good option to fall back on. They're a team that probably should have gone after Parsons. Yeah, he would have been a great fit on that team. He would be excellent. Have Beal and Parsons shooting threes with two yeah. big men and John Wall, Wall with getting those the guys, lane yeah. every That'd once. be incredible. That'd be awesome to watch. I don't Still know. don't have defense, but... I'm guessing they couldn't afford Parsons. No. Parsons got the fucking max. Yeah. Parsons, in the club, with, with Mark Cuban signing his... Uh, Qualifying offer or whatever that is, his sheet, the sheet yeah. in the club. That's a great Instagram picture. Everyone should check out. I'm in the club. Okay, I'll be there. All right. Given's like sign this sheet. What is it? Whatever. It's the bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he said he felt disrespected by the way uh, they treated him. Would you? I said, this, yeah, I would agree it? with that. All right. So everyone like thought like. You know what? Houston's probably smart enough to like illegally probably talk to him, and be like, "Hey, we're trying to open up for a star, and then we want to sign you back." Right. But at the same time, if you're Parsons, you're like, "I'm a second round pick. You're paying me like four hundred thousand dollars for for a performance that's way above. Why are you jinking me around?" Yeah, they fucked up. Fuck Dwight Howard. That's basically what I would be saying. They screwed up. Houston. They went backwards. So, the other big news is Lance Stevenson, I told you before, has left the Pacers. He's now on the Bobcats. Bobcats are interesting. Are they going to make the playoffs again? Yes. I think they I think they could go all the way up to the, maybe the sixth seed. I don't know. I think, they. so they lost McBob, but they pick up Stevenson, yeah. which, that's an improvement. Mm-hmm. So, I think it'd be good. But they draft? It's a friendly contract, too. I think Stevenson's worth more. No, that's a great contract he's, for Stevenson. He's worth more than nine million. I mean, it's basically just the headaches. His fucking headaches contract. dipshittedness that he did in the playoffs got lost him a max deal. <laughs> yeah. He just said today, like, I wish I wasn't known for that stupid blowing incident because I'm actually a really good player. I was like, yeah, that's what everyone's been saying. Stop acting like yeah, a dipshit. Stop being an idiot. And being a good player because you are a good player. And um, if he just did the occasional dumb thing, nobody would care. But he was just out of his mind in that Heat oh, series. By the way, they're not the Bobcats. They're the awesome Hornets starter jackets. Hornets! they got a nice little team put together now. They'll make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll think they'll make the playoffs again. I, I like their team a lot. Um, At least Jordan's going to get a couple winning seasons under they his still don't, here soon. Everyone saying like they'd like the deal because it's obviously a, a good deal. Like I forget the terms, but it's like three years. Like it's three years for nine a year. Three yeah. years, twenty-seven. Million. Twenty-seven, which is great. I mean, that's that's probably what he should be paid for. Pacers, the risk he brings. It's a it's a smart deal because Pacers offered him five years for forty-four, mm-hmm. which is about nine. Yeah. But he knows he's going to get more than this, so I think he wanted, yeah, and I wanted think less years so he can opt out. He's got a good agent because it's, it's like three years, Short. hey, right after that, prove your worth, and then... Take the max. Max. Yeah. Get a five-year max deal. Because in three years, he'll be 28, too, so it'll be like right at his peak. He'll so be, then, yeah, and then it's like, hey, 
you're going to get that Dwayne Wade deal where you'll be falling apart and people are still paying you max money. Yep. Uh, yeah, he'll get a five-year max if he can get his head straight. Mm-hmm. And they still have Jefferson, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, so they're... they're oh, yeah, they're the idiots who drafted P.J. Harrison. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you got in trouble Woo! right after that, right? What? What do you get in trouble for right after the draft? DUI? Oh, God. What an idiot. Dry, or no. He he had assault. Oh, yeah, he had assault. But Josh Gordon was driving his car during his DUI. Oh, what a combo <laughs> those guys are. They drafted Noah Vonley, which does not help. It's so, they can shoot, it's so sad to see. He's another dipshit who's got tons of talent. Should have been drafted in the first round. Or well, he was, but he should have been drafted earlier, right? PJ. Yeah, based talent alone, he was. But he dropped so far just because he's a fucking idiot. Now does Stevenson? Because here's what it is: Stevenson still represents stupid headedness, but I think he has a work ethic now, where he's like, I know I need to be in the gym and work on my game. He did improve every year. Stevenson yeah. made big steps every year right. he's been in the league. So I think I think he still had like Stevenson knows like he has to work, but is he mature enough to bring in a fuck another idiot like PJ Hairston? Oh God! Yeah. To say, dude, PJ could instantly wrap him up and just get him in tons of trouble. But he's younger. Those two. But he's younger. Those two combined aren't good. It'd probably be worth just shipping PJ out of town just to save the locker room. <laughs> But I feel, I feel like they, they have a bunch of good guys. Like, I think Gerald Henderson's a good guy. MKG's a fucking gym rat, even though he can't shoot the fucking ball. If what he could shoot... going on with that shot? If he, <laughs> I don't know. Who fixed Barkley's swing somewhat? <laughs> Put that guy on his shot. If he's really a, a swing doctor, maybe you can fix him. Because <laughs> that is ugly. Man... Yeah. Put him in the same room. When with you Del have Curry. like a when you have a worse looking shot than Joe Kim Noah, <sighs> seriously, you got issues. That hitch, and you probably shoot a worse percentage than Joe Kim Noah from jump shots. He's got like a triple pump thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. It's so awkward. It's, Here's what I don't get: you're like a professional it. player. It's like I mental. have a terrible jump shot, but I can kind of make it look good while it misses terribly. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> all like. Put the ball in front of your forehead and flick your wrist. Like, what's so hard? It's like they have to take it all. Like, they really need to just lock him in a room with the shot doctor and reteach him the fundamentals like they're teaching, like, a Mm seven-year-old. That's what it's going to take for this guy because that shot is so fucked up. You know what would be awesome? It's not going to be him by himself. He needs somebody that knows what they're doing. this, this, This would be awesome, and it would never happen. MKG goes to a... Basketball camp for like sixth graders, <laughs> and they just work. All of them are working on the same things on their shot. Seriously, well, for one week. I think it was the he might win the, the most coach, improved award. The coach who created Dunk City at Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, he used to be a, a shot, shot doctor. Yeah, that's what they called him. You need they need to fucking bring him in, take for him like out to a USC, week. Or make him go to USC and play with their players while they're doing fundamentals. Because mm-hmm. every college around the world, they always do fundamentals the first couple weeks. Yes. Make him sit in on that. Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll get better. But I mean, I don't know. So, what is it? The rules are the coach can't show up for practice. Like, because college is stupid. NCAA is stupid rules. Where 
players can play together on universe university property. The coach just can't be there. There's a lot of dumb shit that goes yeah. on. Yeah. So, but like you basically could have the coach there with Michael Kidd Gilchrist working on a shot, and then they go out, and then Kidd Gilchrist will say, "I'll defend your best players and make them look like donkey shit," <laughs> <laughs> and say, "Hey, guess what? You're not good enough to be in the NBA because I'm does, crushing you." He needs something like that. He needs a shot, dog. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. He can't even hit a 14 footer. Everybody would let it slide if he was making it. No. But he's not making it, so it needs fixed. Yes. Needs treatment. I thought it was going to be pretty good in the league. Sean Marion has another awful shot, but, but he makes in. it. So yes. everyone's like, whatever. Just yeah. do it. That's the thing, like, if you watch the old, like, fucking, like, 70s, 80s NBA, it's all, like, different shots, but there are people who made their shots, and then everyone's just like, whatever. Yeah. Even those guys, like, they say never mess with your shot. A guy that can make them, mm-hmm. but there's a limit to your ceiling when you don't shoot right. the right way. Even if you're shooting like 34 percent from threes, yeah. Well, it's it maybe basically, you shoot 40 if you. It shot basically the right comes way. when you get to the NBA. You can't fuck with them at that point. Like you have to fuck with them, but when they're 16 and they're making it, and you're like, no, you're gonna change your shot. Yeah. So and going, you're gonna miss bad your junior year, but your senior year you're gonna start making shots again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Seth Curry, did I tell you the story about him when his no. dad changed his shot? Seth Curry used to shoot from his hip because he was so little growing up. He shot from his hip. And uh, going into his freshman year of high school, his dad made him shoot from his shoulders or like really up, up where you're supposed up. to now. Yeah, he had to move up. And he couldn't make a shot for like three months. And he was going to all these big camps, like the, all the Nike camps, like the elites. And everyone's like, who the fuck's this kid? He doesn't belong here. And they thought he was there just because of his dad, and like, but then like three months later he was just drilling everything again. But he went through some fucking because a lot things. of it is just it's hand eye coordination. Like you just yeah, I know how yeah, much to put just, on it. Exactly. It's so just, once you get the strength, it's then a natural you're fine. feel. Some guys just have natural feel. So once right. you get the right stroke and the right fundamentals, and you still have that feel, and then you just get enough strength. That's to get when it you there. shoot like Curry. That's when you yeah. shoot forty four percent on fadeaway threes when you have <laughs> fucking the fundamentals. Or you work on it every day for uh, 5,000 shots a day like Ray Allen and you have the sexiest Digga, quick release. He's a robot. That shit's awesome. <laughs> you ever look at his workout plan? I have never looked at it. What is it? It's like all balance, dude. Mm-hmm. It's all legs. You ever see his fucking calves, man? How massive they are? He's like, dude, that's all he does. He's like, I work on footwork, strength training on legs. They'd put him on, like, you know, like those half ball things yeah yeah like so it's got the flat top and it's the rounded bottom yeah 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 it's, or no or yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. It, like they have a different they have like bigger yeah, yeah. ones well yeah so basically you can do it either way yeah and so he did like everything he did with weights he'd do it on that balance thing mm-hmm. so that he had to like have his core strength and his legs that's why he fucking I mean that's his whole game right it's running around curling around picks and yeah, then shooting getting, jumping getting his balance jumps. like that but where where did we start this? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Parsons to the Mavericks. We talked about that a little bit. They have they always have interesting teams. Uh, I they might make, they'll make the playoffs again probably. <laughs> well, they lost Carter. They pick up Parsons. Mm-hmm. They gave the they was knocked Spurs out this year. Yeah, they would have knocked Spurs out if fucking dipshit. Uh, who's a 
big dude that fuck what the fuck the guy from Pittsburgh Blair Blair got that got that T dumbass foul I was like oh my god gave the series back to the Spurs mm-hmm. <laughs> could be talking about Heat 3 Pete right now good yeah <laughs> Heat 3 Pete um so that'll be that'll be fun. I, it'll be fun to see. Um, everyone calls Tibbs the second best coach, which I don't know why. When it should be, why can't I come up with his name? The Mavericks coach, Carlisle. Yeah, Rick Carlisle. He's a good coach. He should like that team shouldn't have they come got, close to beating the Spurs. No, they shouldn't have. <laughs> and they were they Carter were was right playing there. out of his mind though. Yeah, but you know you gotta give you gotta give some Carter to Carlisle, putting him in position to succeed. Carter was playing like he was 24 again somehow. I don't know what happened to that Where'd Carter, Carter signs back to the Raptors? Where did he go? No, I think he went to Memphis. Memphis, yes. Which, that's not going to work out. <laughs> but, dude, Dirk just signed that super friendly deal oh, for the Mavericks. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is it, $8 million or $9 million Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, they signed Parsons, so like, I decided to take less money. That's awesome. What a deal. What a What a dude. But like, also, I also the backlash has always been like, yeah, but you shouldn't hate Kobe for taking all that money because why should he get a pay cut when all these owners are making bajillions of dollars? It's true, which I understand. But I was like, yeah, but then you just go. But he's is he playing for money now? Because does that money mean anything to him? Well, really, they need it's to just get, a sign of respect. If they want to get a competitive balance in the league. They really need to get rid of this max contract bullshit. Because this league would be so competitive if all the best players were making. They should just get rid of the salary cap. Well, you can keep. I think just keep that. Don't get rid of the salary cap. Because then you're going to get Yankees teams and all that bullshit going on. Get rid of. Keep the salary cap. Just make it so any one player can get paid however much. I think you say salary cap, whatever. But then there's just like luxury tax. You never. There's just luxury tax increases that go up and up. I guess you could do that. You're still going to get the the. But if if I know I'm just paying an extra whatever million to whoever's under the luxury tax, I'm just giving money to other teams. Well, it's just going to be like this. Guys like Swaggy P, just aren't going to be making five million dollars a year. They're going to get. Paid what they're worth, more like two or three million a year. It's gonna be a lot of players getting paid. Yeah, it's gonna be like the t- few players getting paid thirty-five. There's no forty mid- to twenty. There won't be any mid-level free agents. Anymore. Yeah, there won't be. It's, it, it's just gonna be which is fine. Stars man. do it. Stars should be paid what they're worth. LeBron will be getting paid forty. And there's probably a, a second level guys right underneath that that are very good players but not great players, and then everybody else who's kind of on yeah. the same level. You would never end up with. Westbrook and Durant on the same team and less avid through the draft mm-hmm. but then they would leave after their rookie contract without a doubt well they wouldn't say on OKC but if they were drafted by the Lakers or the Knicks then they would it'd be super competitive yeah like you go from the top to the bottom real quick yeah you could you can actually change and basketball is real different from baseball where like you could buy guys and know what to expect from for two years at least oh yeah it's yeah. not where baseball where like there's ebbs and flows in baseball where we bought this guy and then he just fucking collapsed. <laughs> the problem would be it would be so hard to beat the team that had Durant or LeBron. Yeah, it'd be crazy just because. So like you know like all these like oh we have veterans now we can sign for the min we can attract for the men because they can play with LeBron. Well now I can just offer him 
ten million dollars a year to come play with LeBron. Like, yeah, but it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see. So the big bull signing of the day is uh, Pau Gasol to the Bulls. Pow. It had been right before Melo's decision because people were like, "Oh, do the Bulls trying to entice Melo by getting Pau because?" He was going to go play for the Lakers because he wanted to play with Powell, which is like, that's stupid yeah, to me. pretty much Powell made it. There was no way they were getting Melo at that point. Yeah. They could have... They, they could barely They could have maneuvered it eventually. Like, they would have had to get rid of Taj Gibson. They would have had to get rid of Maradic. They would have had to get rid of... Buckets, probably. No, Buckets doesn't make enough money. He only makes like $3 million a year. Yeah. So, Dunleavy makes like they would five. get their whole team then other they than like four people wouldn't sign Heinrich and he would have to take still a little bit of a pay cut but whatever they're fine Melo's he's pretty overrated anyway yeah so we get to see Gasol and Noah two good big men passers that'll be fun to, to see Noah Noah likes to play outside of the post anyway. He likes to be on that high post, and then Gasol can go down on his block by himself. He hasn't been able to play that way in a long time because Bynum's been crowding him or playing that terrible D'Antoni offense that doesn't suit Powell at all. So we'll see what Tibbs can do. I don't know what Powell has to give anymore, really. That's interesting. I'm worried about that as well, but I'm trying to just do positive vibes. He's well out of his prime right now. There's no prime left in this dude. I'm still trying to throw positive vibes to the, the Gasol way because I'm just saying D'Antoni's a terrible coach. People haven't played well for him in a long time since Phoenix. I'll, I will say Reinsdorf, he got lucky with these Derrick Rose injuries because people will be burning his house down. Because he's not paying since the he didn't make he made no moves the last two years to try to improve this team. And he got lucky that Derrick Rose ended up not even playing. Reinsdorf or Paxson and well, I have, Garfoyle? Well, I'll start at the top because I think he's got a big thing to do with it. He doesn't want to get... Hey. He doesn't want to pay tax. Here's my clapping because he, he actually amnestied Carlos Boozer. But, yeah. I mean, a couple of years too late, but it's okay. Should have been two years ago. He should have been off the books. I mean... You know how it makes no sense. You know how Riley said, like, this is the biggest free agency signing like they've ever had. Gasol might be like the best free agent signing the Bulls ever had. No, who? It's gotta be Rodman. Was he free agent? I thought it was part of a trade. I thought they traded with San Antonio. I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah, look it up. Because if if Rodman was a free agent, I'm going Rodman. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. It was like it was a trade and then like an extension. They signed with him because he was a big problem child for San Antonio. <laughs> this is when he's thinking about killing himself out in the parking lot. Ah, <laughs> oh, Robin's so good. Someone was stupid. I can tell you this after after the fact because it makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, traded traded by San Antonio to Chicago for Will Purdue. What a trade. <laughs> <What a dream. laughs> okay, so, yeah, so it could be then because the other because so the LeBron year they got Boozer. I don't think they're getting a lot out of Powell though. We'll see. I think I think he'll be well liked no matter what he does because his contract's not bad. I just don't know what he's. I don't know. He's. I haven't watched him the last couple of years. Lakers haven't. 
He has. They haven't been teams. They that haven't you want been to in see. the spotlight, so I don't know what he has to offer. But basically, what, I know he can pass the ball. What Gasol did last year was what Boozer did for the Bulls his first year there. He's a good mid-range shooter, I think. I think he can pass. I think he could be a better defender than Boozer, which is like me playing power forward. Boozer, that is. Yeah, he'll be better than Boozer. And Gasol has some more length. He won't get pushed around like Boozer did. Yeah. Boozer lost all lift and like would just. Uh, he's like that undersized fat kid that was on your team when you played young. Like he's like, oh, I have to be a four because even though I'm I'm five five, I'm not. I'm enough. like uh, I'm two twenty, so like I had to be down here. So he he turns to shoot and just gets rejected over and over again. He was worthless. Yeah, yeah. that's what watching Boozer was like. He was awful. He's not going to be worse than Boozer, that's for sure. But yeah, I don't know what else he's going to contribute. We'll see. Yeah, so 95-96 his first year for the Bulls. There's a lot of was only making two and a two half. two big million. maybe's on this. What's D Rose going to do this year? What's Powell going to do? I mean, the real the real issue, how good is Rose going to be? That's what it comes down to. Because he looked awful when he was healthy last year. He started coming around at the very end before he, he got hurt. He was like half the player he was when yeah. he, before he got hurt. We'll see. Well, I mean, hopefully we get to see. We'll get a preview for the U.S. camp. Yeah. So, so we can easily move in there. So they named their full 28-man roster for the next four years or whatever, basically till the next Olympics, which includes LeBron, but I think LeBron's already out for the this next World Championships, yep. which FIBA has decided to change into World Cup because FIFA World Cup's very popular, so they're like, let's change World Championships into World Cup instead of let's make our own thing for basketball. I didn't even think they'd be allowed to do that. Well, World Cup's not trademarked or anything. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. So, probably that's going to be in competition to be on this uh, World Cup team is Stephen Curry, Kyrie Irving, Lillard, Rose. Paul, I don't think, is doing it right. Chris Paul? Yeah. Probably not the FIBA, no. No, not the FIBA stuff. Um, Westbrook, is he? He'll do it. And Darren Russ, Russ is pretty young I don't know why Darren Williams Wasn't selected at all I don't know why he's on there Is he on there? Yeah He won't make it <laughs> Well not to the Olympics He might make FIBA He shouldn't He shouldn't even make The FIBA team yeah, He probably won't make that either Yeah I guess he's a shooter Kind of But if you have a shooter I'd rather have Kyrie I'd rather have Stefan I'd rather have Damian Lillard Well there's not a lot of point. There's not a lot of good point guards He's still a top. I mean, out of the, like the ones that aren't playing, he probably is the next on the list if you think about the point guards in the league. You'd rather him than Rondo? Yeah. For FIBA, at least. Rondo's such a dipshit. <laughs> but I think he, I think he's good for this type of team where everyone want to kind of take shots. And Darren can still he has his moments. Like if they only need to play him for mm-hmm. ten minutes a game, he could take control. Just a little out of shape. I think. And here's again where we'll see a shortage of good shooting guards in the league. Bradley Beal, James Harden, Kyle Korver, Clay Thompson. Notice the omission of Dwayne Wade not on the team. Oh, he's obviously not going to play. Yeah. He can't even stay healthy for his season. <laughs> Wade's off it. Kobe's off it. But the, Kobe makes more sense to me because he's had, what? Kobe shouldn't be. 45,000 more minutes than Wade in the league. It really, the Olympics should be a young man's game. Mm-hmm. It's so hard on 
their bodies. I wouldn't mind if they tried to make it like an under 26 or under 20. Yeah. Even if it's just self-imposed for the U.S., we make it an under 25 type thing. And then we do. So Olympic soccer is stupid. It's an under 23 thing, except each team can get three guys that are exceptions that are over 23. Yeah, that's that's too young for basketball for sure. No, no, but like you do something similar, yeah. like under 25, under 26 or something like that. And, uh, then, and like yeah, I said, I'm, I'm fine. Well, I, if, if it's fine, I really do. For doing self-imposed USA doing it. I think I they're doing okay. it anyway, yeah. Like for the most part, they like to mix in younger guys. So, yeah, so those are the shooting guards. And small forwards, that's where the wealth of talent is nowadays. It's Melo, Durant, Paul George, Gordon Hayward, a Andre Iguodala. I'm not sure what is on there. He's a good pick. He's, he doesn't he's, shoot well. He's enough. a lockdown defender. He's a good. He's a good guy. Down. He's a good locker room guy. I like I, that. I guess. But when would I play Andre Iguodala over Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi's gonna sit down, man. Sometime. <laughs> Yeah, but that means I always need a lockdown defender. Like, I, I'm playing Kevin Durant yeah, sometimes, can, right? Can we, dude? He's he's growing into a superstar. He's not there yet. Yeah, but Andre Iguodala's not a superstar either. I'm just saying, in Andre Iguodala's role, when would I play him over Kawhi Leonard? I'd be fine with playing either of them in either position right now. Yeah, I'm fine with that. LeBron's on there, but he's not going to be on FIBA. I'm guessing Mel's not going to be on FIBA either. The surprise to me is they put Gordon Hayward here. But it make, I like it because, as I was saying to you before the podcast, they're actually putting shooters there. And that's what international games all about. People can actually shoot. Well, it was like even the first time they came back and they barely won the gold medal for the Olympics, like when they first had Coach K doing it, mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of shooters. They just still won on pure athleticism and being able to do it. Right. They're gonna have enough shooters on this team where they're gonna they're gonna roll. I think too. This yeah, season. Gordon Hayward. He's probably not gonna make the Olympic team. Out of those guys, I don't think he will make. I don't think he'll make it either. But I think it's interesting they put players like him on there, put Corver on for shooting guard. Because especially with how good these defensive team like they can be defensively here, it'll be interesting. Actually, the Olympics, they're going to have some stud teams in the Olympics just because... As I look at this, there's no really good defenders they put on these teams. That's Iggy, so I'm telling you. No, 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 but like, so point guards, I get it's Russell Westbrook as the only good defender. Like Chris Paul, kind of, but I don't think Chris Paul is going to be great when the Olympics roll around. Chris Paul is better than Russell. Defensively? Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, they can't play defense to save no. their life. But in two years, will Chris Paul Russell be Westbrook good? should be awesome at defense. Yeah. It's, I don't know how he can't be good. Yeah. Well, same thing with Derrick Rose in my head, too. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, and then small forwards, they have good defenders. Power forwards, again, they don't have any. So, LaMarcus Aldridge, he's fine. He's not great. Yeah. Anthony Davis, I like a lot. Yeah. Hopefully good. by the Olympics, he's going to be the dominant He'll definitely be on the Olympics, yeah. yeah. Um, Kenneth Reed, terrible defender. Can rebound, can't defend. Won't make the Olympic team. Blake Griffin, terrible defender. Terrible. <laughs> David Lee, terrible defender. Kevin Love, terrible defender. Like, this is what, like, I'm starting to see the big thing about the reason they won last Olympics is because 
everyone on that team was just stealing the ball. They were just crushing yeah, everyone. That's why Iguodala makes perfect sense for this team because he's a guy who is an excellent defender. Are you playing him and Kawhi Leonard though? Because Kawhi Leonard's an excellent defender. No, I'm saying you need to mix them in and out. They're not going to play at the same time. Although I would love to see a like Chris Paul, Iguodala, LeBron James, and Kawhi Leonard starting lineup with whoever you want at center, whether it be Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, Andre Drummond. Just to see that, like, hey, we're all 6'8", <laughs> except for Chris Paul, and we're going to crush you defensively. I'd rather see him play with Russell just because Russell creates all that excitement that in the speed. fast break. He's just a maniac. Yeah. Because then I, I'd almost put Andre Drummond there just be like, Andre, Run back and forth as fast as possible. We're going to try to throw oops to you. We want you to grab the defensive rebound, pass it out, sprint to the bucket so we can oop it. They're always fun to watch. We'll see what they put together. They got Coach K around the show. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. But it's gonna. it seems to me it's going to be more Argentinian-based where it's going to be almost all offense now because there's defenders pretty weak. They don't have a great – I guess Anthony Davis is their rim protector. There are some good defenders. They still have Tyson Chandler on there, which I don't agree with. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know who the big omission to me? I would take Tyson Chandler off, and i put on your boy, DeAndre Jordan. D! Yeah, I love that guy. It's awesome. Right? He's like he's the better version of Tyson now. Yeah. Tyson's not that yeah, good Yeah, definitely anymore. would swap those two. So I don't know if this is like set in stone and they can't go away from this, or I don't know what the rules. I guess Jordan could have rejected it. I I wouldn't see. It. I couldn't see that. Or is he playing? Is he from the U.S.? Maybe he's playing on a different team. I gotta imagine he's from the U.S. He's born in Texas. Okay, he's born in Houston. So he's maybe he's like, "Fuck that! I'm on vacation." Fuck that! I'm gonna fuck another Disney star. Well, maybe Coach Capra told him he had to do FIBA because he's never been a part of it. So he's like, you got to do both. You can't just do you got to you got to play like every summer. Yeah, and, and then he's probably like, ah, fuck that. No. All right. So the the last thing we'll end on is is Cleveland getting Kevin Love. The reports are that Wiggins is in the trade, and then like I saw a tweet after it's like. Wiggins has not been offered, and Clay Thompson has not been offered officially. I was like, so then it doesn't mean they're not in talks. It just means like it hasn't. It's always just like, what if I did this, this, and this? With Wiggins in the trade, it's obviously a lock. This is going through. They're obviously probably working on who else is going to be involved right now, working out the money situation. Right. This is a lock. This is going through. So Wiggins is gone. And you don't agree with it. I, I I understand it, and there's no reason to be angry about it. I just would rather see Wiggins play with LeBron because I think it would be more fun for me to see it. I, I think it would be awesome to watch. I think either of them will be awesome to I watch. I think if LeBron was 27 years old, mm-hmm. I might be willing to wait two years for Wiggins to develop into Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. But 29 years old, he's got a one-year, he can play one year and opt out. It's got to be a little concerning. Mm-hmm. You're getting a top 10 player in love. Pull the trigger. Uh, top 10 player. 
I don't love I don't love Kevin Love as much as everybody else. You don't have to love him that much, but still, where are you going to put him at? This guy, this is a guy that's going to get twenty and ten every game, automatic. See, I think he's not going to he's not going to lead a team to championship. If he goes to Cleveland, I don't know if he gets twenty and ten. I don't think he gets to twenty. Dude, this team's going to be fun to watch. You know, Anderson or Anderson Vergeau is another guy that's a top five rebounder. Mm -hmm. Loves top five. Dude, those guys are going to snag well, everything. You want to talk about injuries and how they played the Heat previously. <laughs> Let's talk about Anderson Barrett. Yeah, that guy. Well, hopefully he stays healthy. But if they do, those guys, Anderson Barrett has got so much defensive fucking energy that he'll just cover up Love's lack of defense because that guy is everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, well. LeBron had to take as much energy because the issue he had in the last couple heat seasons is he had to do so much for that team. Offense, Does that reduce this offense? Going to be good, I think. Just because Kyrie, this offense going to be better than the Heat's offense. Yeah, because Kyrie can create plays. Kevin Love can create some plays for himself, some shots. Do you think is the difference going to be that? LeBron's only going to basically have to ball handle fourth quarter close games. Yeah. Instead and he won't even have to do that the whole time if they don't want to. He no, probably I will. He I will, mean, but yeah. he wouldn't have to. Yeah. That's that's going to be close games fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, it won't and be every fourth be, yeah. quarter. It'll just be close games fourth quarter. He'll do it. Yeah, Kyrie, dude, he's going to be... Kyrie can not a, the show yeah. for parts of the game. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. They, they're going to rest LeBron and then just put Kyrie and Kevin Love on the floor at the same time. That's a good team by itself. Right They're going to be bring in uh, uh, what's his name, G, <laughs> in the set for LeBron. I think G. Well, somebody's <laughs> going to get shipped out for the money situation. Mm -hmm. So here, actually, I pulled this up on my thing. Let me see what I got here. So like, it's got to be Dion Waiters, Wiggins. All right, so Anthony Bennett and Wiggins are gone. Mm -hmm. Bennett's five and a half million. So let me say, love is fifteen million seven hundred thousand. Yeah, so it's got so Bennett's five and a half. So it's basically the Cleveland Cavaliers' last three first round picks. <laughs> G is not even on the team, so oh, okay. Who's there? He must who, have been a free agent. Who would they be back backup? So it's going to be so it comes Tristan Thompson or Deion Waiters. One of those guys has to get shipped out of town, right? And I'm saying it's going to be so. Who's the backup three? Thompson. It's going to get shipped out. Who's the backup three? Mike Miller. Which is fine. It's good. They need to keep waiters because they're getting rid of their shooting guard in Wiggins. So they need to keep Well, waiters. one of the things I've seen is they they dump like all those guys and bring back Kevin Martin as well. Can you try to figure that out? Yeah. Can you I'm adjust it? Kevin yeah. Martin. Oof. So he's six million. Yeah. So now you'd have to get rid of waiters. Yeah. Let's see. That does not work. I don't know how it works, but like that's the one I've seen. Like they somehow take Kevin Martin back. Dude, you can't do it unless somehow they get you throw. You have to throw Hayward in there, but he's got a no trade clause. So if you throw, dude, you have to get rid of seven players to bring back Love and Martin. Oh, God. Oh, well, that's because nobody's on the team. Yeah. So 
Yeah, you have to get rid of the whole team. Minus, so you you don't you have your starting five, plus Miller and James Jones. We are only players and Ray seven Allen. on the roster. And then eight. This team's gonna be good. This team they got to be the favorite for the East if this love. Well, Kevin, would Kevin Martin start on that team? I don't know. He'd be a great fit for them though. With all the shooting, dude. God, this team would be stacked with shooting. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Kyrie would be like the worst shooter. Worst starting. Shooter. He would be the worst shooter on the team, other than Verge. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, Verge, this guy he plays well with LeBron. This is he's good because you know he's gonna he loves LeBron. He's gonna stick mm-hmm. around. This is his last year on his nine million dollar contract. Next year he'll take a pay cut. Give him some more money to work with. Cavs are going to be set up for a while. Absolutely. All right. I Too bad for the Bulls. The Bulls finally make a move. And fucking LeBron goes back to Cleveland to create another superpower. It's all right. I, uh, you know, I'm used to... It just comes down to the Bulls again not being able to sign any free agent in the world that should be available. That makes sense for them. How many times has the Bulls had... A perfect situation for a superstar, and it's like, nah, not gonna do it. Too many times. All right, so I think that's all for this week. So uh, we'll do it again for Yeah Jeets. This is Junk Sports.